Right, you lot, I've got a quick favour to ask before we get into today's episode. It turns out that most of you guys that tune in don't actually follow the show. And whilst I'm so grateful that you guys are here, if you hit that follow button, it will really help the show to grow, but also for us to reach others that need it as well. So pretty please with a cherry on top and quick disclaimer I am not a qualified therapist I am not a doctor the thrive of lowest podcast is for educational entertainment purposes only so please listen and take the advice at your own risk hey it's your bestie low welcome to thrive with lois the podcast dedicated to helping you become the best version of yourself and to thrive in all areas of your life you're here because you want to grow inside and out. So are you ready? Let's thrive together. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to another episode of Thrive with Lois. And today we're going to talk about all things sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. I thought we could have a chat about insecurities that you might face whilst being engrossed in sex, is that the word? Engrossed, involved in sex. Um, Whether there's things that right now are holding you back from unleashing your inner sex goddess or god and to help you override any, any obstacles that you're facing right now. Because I don't know about you, but... Actually, I just want to say quickly, mum, if you're listening to this podcast episode, please do not back out now. Please back out now. Back out now. Go. Um, I don't know about you, but I love sex. I fucking love it. And I don't know what I would do without it. Um, I'm not an addict or anything, like no shade if you are a sex addict, you know, it's fun. Um, but I'm not an addict, but I know that I thrive best when I am sexually having fun and enjoying sex and sexually active. Um, I know for me that when I don't have sex, I maybe I am an addict. <laughs> when I don't have sex I cry (laughs) I'm so upset um no but I mean when I don't have sex if I go for a long period of time I mean your girl to be fair your girl just ends up forgetting about it but I know that I'm not my best self um sex is not just defined as you know the physical act you know sex is how you define it you know it could be the physical activity between two people in which they touch each other's sexual organs and which may include sexual intercourse it could be sexting it could be touching it could be self-pleasure you know there's so many different ways to define sex i don't think there's any right or wrong way it's all you know subjective to you and i have always been was I want to say since probably like you know the age of 12 interested in sex I started pleasuring myself from a young age probably yeah about 12 13 um and I'm not ashamed to say that because I think you know 
why is sex i mean obviously now with social media things are being openly talked about more and it's great but i still feel like sex is a bit of a taboo subject and i think it's important that we bring these conversations to light to help it be less taboo because i know like people so many people do have insecurities when it comes to sex and i mean how do you expect people to be thriving and enjoying sex if they can't openly talk about it you know i think i when i was younger i had set i had um i had got sex on the brain i had sex um i had friends who i would you know try and have conversations with about stuff and they would just get all like oh like prudish button that's fine but i think it came from a place of like them thinking oh my god like this is like the devil's subject we can't talk about sex we're not allowed to talk about it rather than like not wanting to um so yeah, I just think that the more that we just talk about these things openly, the better. The more we can thrive and have fucking great sex. Because you know what? I think that's actually the biggest thing when it comes to sex is like communication. So like whether it be that you are just dating, or maybe you just started dating somebody new, maybe you're in a long-term relationship, or maybe you're just having fun. You're just doing you and you're just exploring. I still think, you know, communication is the most important thing and it's the most important thing for anything, whether it be that it's sex or whether it be that it's, um, like, I don't know, relationships, like, whether that be platonic or romantic, you know, um, but let's talk about some insecurities that might be, you might face when it comes to sex and I know that I definitely definitely went through have gone through a couple of periods of my life when I felt very insecure about my body image when I was having sex so I remember when I was I want to say about 20 when I had my eating disorder and I really hated my body and I hated I just hated the way I looked um I didn't feel great in myself although if you looked at me you know I was like I want to say the leanest that I've ever been and and I'm and I, I I would have been deemed back in those days um most desirable and I'm putting this in quotes here most desirable you know that kind of like slim body image that was like everyone was like oh my god I need to like be this this number on the scales and I need to be a size six to eight or whatever so like in societal you know I want to say societal expectations I was like you know I had the physique that was like oh my god like this is the most desirable and I'm saying that from the perspective of like coming from like magazines and like um the media and things like that telling us that um but in myself I felt like absolute shit I hated my body um and I was like the least confident I wouldn't say like the least confident then that I've ever been sexually um I mean I used to always want to have sex with my partner with the lights off and I I remember after we'd had sex when I was getting dressed I would always like cover myself with the duvet so I'd cover myself with the duvet as I was getting like putting my clothes back on 
Um, so I would say that is when one of the points in my life when I was like the most insecure in my body. And um, yeah, I was just really insecure about like my size, my my weight, because I thought I had like severe like body dysmorphia back then. Um, I thought I looked fat. Um, and this, you know, insecurity of mine did affect how comfortable I felt being naked um, with my partner. So I would never, ever really show him my body. Um, you know, another thing as well would be comparison and societal pressure. So society does often portray unrealistic standards of beauty, um, desirability and... Um, you know, these societal pressures can lead to feelings of inadequacy and self-doubt and individual may, individuals may compare themselves to these ideals. And you know what, like I'm thinking about now, I, I definitely think that social media hasn't helped in that, you know, we can open up our phone and we can just look at like these people with perfect bodies and perfect lives and we might compare and we might feel adequate and we might feel a bit shit but also I think that porn has contributed to that as well because it's like you know in porn you've always got the 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 guys with like the biggest dicks or you've got um women with like huge breasts and they normally look like absolutely incredible right um and you know this is no like shade to people who work in porn because like that's their job like as is any any else but I don't think that that porn has helped in making people feel like I want to say like secure yeah secure like when having sex because it's like you know that is like almost the bar is set at that right it's like you know, you're kind of expected to look like and act like a porn star when you're having sex, when in the reality, reality of it is, like, you know, your sex is not going to be like how it is in porn. I mean, it might be, but the reality of it is, like, you're most likely, most likely not. Um, And I think that can also lead to, like, performance anxiety as well, you know, performance anxiety you know, can manifest as, like, concerns about sexual performance, such as, like, fears of, like, not satisfying your partner, um, not being able to, like, reach orgasm or lasting long enough, like, during intercourse as well. And, like, this anxiety can create so much pressure and hinder, like, sexual confidence as well. Because if you're already, like, in your head thinking about that, you know, and worrying every second when you're with your partner, how can you expect to be present? How can you expect to reach orgasm, you know, and it can really, really hinder that confidence in yourself. And sexual inexperience can also affect how you feel in yourself when it comes to sex. You know, I think individuals who have limited sexual experience may feel a bit inadequate or ashamed about their level of knowledge or skill and I just want to reassure you here that there is nothing to be ashamed of whether you've had one sexual partner or you've had 50 sexual partners there is nothing to be ashamed of you know whatever you do with your life and how you show up sexually it's it's down to you and it's your life but 
it's important to you know if you are worrying about that to communicate but it's also important to note that there are things that you might bring to sex with somebody else that they didn't know or you didn't know so it's about being open and being able to explore and share that with another person you know is there something that they've tried that you haven't tried and you want to try or the other way around you know and expressing desires as well may be a contributing factor to sexual insecurities you know there may be difficulty in communicating desires or boundaries and preferences um that fear of judgment or rejection may prevent people from openly discussing their needs and wants in the bedroom and you know what like the amount of times the amount of times in my younger years when a guy was going down on me or was touching me down there and the they didn't know where the clit was they didn't know where the clit was they were touching everything but the clit and my timid shy the timid shy Lois just kind of faked it and was like yeah this is so great this is so great really they were just like rubbing like the inside of my leg thinking that I was like having an orgasm which you know not the case at all um imagine if you could come from somebody just like touching your leg though like that'd be fucking fantastic but the point is I didn't speak up and I would just go along with it because I was worried that they would reject me or they wouldn't like me which I think is fucking just like mad when you think about it because like you know I should have been able to just express that mate this 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 isn't feeling I'm not I'm not feeling anything right we need to we need to move we need to move over a little bit you know and by, by this point I was performing self-pleasure on myself so I knew how to come um but I just never would say anything and there would be multiple multiple times where I had faked an orgasm when I was younger and I, I don't know I think it was I didn't want to bruise their ego um but really all I was doing was boosting their ego because I was like faking an orgasm when really it was just shit so yeah I think commun- communicating uh your boundaries and your own preferences and you know even just saying look like I'm not feeling this anymore like I'm not I'm not vibing with this I don't want to do this anymore or you know this isn't working how about we try this um yeah I guess you know I'm just I'm just reflecting on you know past experiences and I'm thinking you know there definitely has been times I've not said anything because I haven't wanted to upset the other person I think it's like a mix of like not wanting to like upset the other person but in the in the grand scheme of things probably would have been more beneficial to have told them look hun this is not where my clitoris is can you please move to here so that maybe I could have like educated them but you know hindsight is a great thing isn't it it is a great great thing um and you know that communication like if you're somebody who struggles to communicate sexually um you know you are more likely to feel insecure in in your sex life because you're not going to be expressing like your needs and you're most likely going to be putting other people's needs above yourself so 
you know, there's loads of things, there's loads and loads of things that, you know, we struggle with when it comes to insecurities and and sex. And I just want to touch on something really important as well, you know, past trauma, negative experiences, um, you know, may impact trust, intimacy and self-esteem. And these impacts, these experiences can deeply impact, you know, one's sense of sexual security and you know if you have a partner who has been open enough with you to tell you about maybe past trauma or negative experiences like be patient with them like don't rush them they need time to build up trust with you um and that intimacy but also if you are somebody who has suffered a past trauma or negative experience like don't rush yourself take as much time as you need and you know take that time with yourself like relearning like yourself um your body and moving at a pace that is right for you um you are the most important person ultimately you know and um again another important thing you know people who are maybe exploring or coming to terms with their own sexual orientation or gender identity may experience insecurities relations to you know acceptance societal norms or self-acceptance you know so you know it's really important to to note that everyone's experiences and insecurities are unique and by acknowledging and discussing these insecurities you know we can work towards building that sexual confidence and embracing you know your own unique sexual journey and I think you know if I compare the sex that I have now compared to the sex that I had when I was in my teen in my late teens or say you know like 16 onwards um you know like it was my sex was shit I'm, I feel like I, you know, I, I loved to be sexually active, but I didn't know how to make it, I want to say, beneficial for me as well, because there would be, you know, so, so many times that, you know, I would be engaged in it with somebody else, um, and it would always be about putting their needs above my own you know and I think if we're looking at it from a heterosexual perspective um and I'm sure many of you out there can relate you know we've always been very taught that I know that I was taught that sex was the man finishing the man coming and that was really how you had successful successful sex um you know I don't really if I'm thinking about it now if if I'm thinking back to like films and shit like tv series like whenever you see them having sex it would always be like when the man has came and then that would be it game over he'd normally roll over and then you know game over um but there would never be any emphasis on the woman's needs or them reaching that point of orgasm you know and I'm just speaking from my own experience but this is how I grew up to know sex as so I think in my 20s the 
sex game completely changed for me like the game changed completely you know I went from I guess being a huge people pleaser and always putting the needs of others above my own to expressing my own needs expressing how I felt like I wanted to show up sexually and what I wanted from sex so that came from building a lot of confidence within myself you know I definitely was not I was not always confident when it came to sex I would you know a lot of the times cover up my body after having sex like with the duvet like whilst putting my clothes on or have sex with the lights off and you know I would never be able to fully I want to say let go whilst having sex and be immersed in the act I'd always be in my thoughts oh my god like what are they looking at my double chins right now oh my god like does do I look fat from this angle you know it always I would always be very much showing my head and it was only until I started to educate myself you know learning more about sexual health autonomy and you know different aspects of sexuality um that it provided me with more knowledge and understanding you know helping me to dispel myths and misconceptions you know it's okay if you want to have sex it's okay if you don't want to have sex it's okay if you want to go and shag multiple people it's okay if you want to just have one sexual partner and this is the thing I just I think like there's so many people are very quick to judge others lives and I think it's okay to do you and it's okay to do what's right for you and your own desires preferences and boundaries obviously with consent consent is the most important thing here but you know through self-exploration this can also increase your own self-awareness and your confidence so like for me it was being more experimental with toys and you know the gals gals the magic wand I can say is a beautiful piece of equipment um the magic wand is like vibrator on steroids it's it's very good I tend to recommend yeah you can get one from Anne Summers and they this is not a paid this is not a paid promotion here I definitely definitely recommend the magic wand um you know and it was just like that for me was like life changing I was like oh my god orgasms to the to the absolute max here you know so I think just like exploring what you want like what do you like when it comes to sex do you have any fantasies do you have like any preferences like is there anything that you haven't explored that yet that you would like to explore so I think it's just like finding that out first like finding that self-exploration I definitely think though like self-pleasure has I think self-pleasure is really really important it's important that you get in tune with your body and what you like and what you want before you then can be more open with other people I definitely think that that's like so so important and can increase your own confidence um but also that body positive you know being positive about your body image you know shifting the focus from societal standards to self-acceptance and appreciation of like your body and I think that can be like so so transformative you know engaging in things like self-care practices like exercise eating well um 
self-affirmations this can all promote a positive body image so like for me I know that I feel like empowered I feel I know that I feel great when I've exercised and that boosts the endorphins that boosts my libido um the same with healthy eating you know it can help you to feel energized nourished you know and great in yourself so I think having that self-care in place is really really a really important step to like becoming more confident in yourself sexually but also just knowing your fucking worth like if you're somebody who is casually dating or maybe you're just looking for something casual or whatever it is that you're focusing on right now maybe you're a bit nervous you're going into a date and you're a bit nervous about you know potentially you might want to be sexually active with this person go into it like knowing your worth what you bring to the table but also go into it with like you know what are what are they going to bring to the table you know I think a lot of the time people go into dates or encounters with people with this whole like oh but I'm not good enough for them or you know what if they think this but it's like hun you know, you need to be thinking, are they good enough for you? Um, you know, so I think going into it, that mindset and that kind of links in with that positive body image affirmations and just being your own fucking hype man or hype woman and just knowing your knowing your worth. But alongside that, you know, mindfulness um, can really, really help you to be more present and connected during sexual experiences. Like, I know for me, like, my brain is constantly running 100 miles per hour, and if I've got a lot going on, sometimes I can find it really hard to just slow down and be present, and I fucking hate that, like, I hate it so much because, you know, I think sex is such a great, empowering, positive, it can be such, you know, a great, empowering, positive thing, and, you know, want to be able to enjoy that you want to be able to be present and also like say you know if you're in a relationship as well with your partner like being present for yourself but being present for them you know I definitely think that the key to a healthy relationship is healthy good sex you know and it's just about that being mindful you know being able to be present in that experience so things that help you to be more present like breathing meditation like taking baths you know can reduce anxiety and increase your overall well-being you know are you still thinking about everything that's going on at work you know did you have chance to wind down before you know it's got to the evening and you're about to have sex with your partner like have you been able to like you know kind of allow yourself to let go of those things and be present and spend that time with your partner and you know, open communication, so, like, engaging in open and honest communication with sexual partners is crucial, you know, this is not just long-term relationships, but just encounters, you know, this includes your desires, concerns, boundaries, I think building a safe and non-judgmental space for conversation can foster understanding, trust, and intimacy, you know, and communication is key when it comes to anything, absolutely anything you know relationships um platonic or um romantic or you know just 
anything with work, you know, boundaries at work, boundaries with family, you know, just anything, you know, communication is key. So like just expressing how you're feeling, you know, you could just say, for example, um, let's say you've had like a really long day and you're trying to wind down and you know that your partner is most likely going to want to have sex in the evening or you 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 think sex might come to the table and you're just so in your thoughts and you just can't switch it off and you're just feeling really maybe a bit shit maybe you are just feeling a bit crap from your day um you could just communicate this to your partner and say look like I've had this day at work um I feel like x y and z um you know I'm just letting you know this because I don't feel like I'll be able to show up sexually tonight because you know if you was to let's say just say to your partner oh no I'm just too tired I just don't want to which I think you know still is equally fine and still comes with communication but you know if that's not the real reason and maybe if there is things that have happened and then you're saying to your partner oh no yeah I'm just too tired your partner might internalize that your partner might think oh like do they they don't want to have sex with me like you know oh I'm or they might start to draw their own conclusions from you not being openly communicative so always 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 communicate communicate you know or if you know, you're having sex and something's not working, if it's just not feeling, feeling right, you know, the position, you're just not enjoying it, or you think something could be done differently, express that, say that, you know, and just be open with how you're communicating. And I think this definitely helps to build like so much more intimacy and so much more trust. Um, You know, and if you are in a long term relationship, just remember that, there is no right or perfect way to be sexual and this isn't just for like if you are in a relationship you know this is unique to each individual and couple and being in a couple but like setting realistic expectations for like yourself and understanding that you know there is no right or perfect way to be sexual um and you've got to find you know what is right for you if you're the couple that likes to just have sex once a week and that's fine for you then that's equally as fine but then if you're if you're in a relationship and you aren't having enough sex and you need more sex you want to be more intimate with your partner you want that closeness then you equally have to communicate that to them but then be open when they communicate their needs to you you know I think it's about finding that balance and it's finding um being able to set realistic expectations but being able to openly communicate without judgment together the last thing that I want to say is you know if there are deep-rooted insecurities or unresolved trauma Seeking professional help from therapists, counsellors or sex educators can provide valuable guidance and support. You know, they can offer personalised strategies and techniques to address specific insecurities. So I would definitely say that, you know, if there is things that you're not able to overcome, then that might be a route to explore and to, to go down. Um but I think the main things that have really helped me to be more open 
sexually, to be more confident sexually, is being accepting, being kind to myself. And I think being able to reflect on your own insecurities and practice self-compassion is essential you know you need to be kind to yourself forgiving for past mistakes and embrace the journey of growth which can contribute to sexual confidence and I think as well like knowledge is power if there's things that you want to explore if there's things that you want to do like research it don't be afraid to try new things. Don't be afraid to like explore your own sexuality, like what works for you. Don't be afraid to like have a little look at the toys that are online or to maybe have a little look at some books. Um, you know, I, I know that I got a couple of books when I was younger from the Ann Summers store. I remember I was, must have been like, I had a fake idea at this point, but I think I must have been about 14, 15. I went into the Ann Summers shop with my friend and I had a fake ID and the downstairs bit they have like all of the dildos and all of the the toys and everything everything's super kinky and I remember like going down there with my friend and the lady ID'd me she was like oh have you got an ID and I was like yeah here's my ID and it was a fake ID anyway went downstairs got a couple of like books and um I remember like <laughs> picking up this like was it I think it was like sex tips for gals and guys and I just remember like (laughs) getting home and like putting this book in my bottom drawer and like putting all of my socks and everything and covering it and just being like oh my god this is like so naughty but I'm gonna do a bit of bedtime reading but you know knowledge is power and don't be afraid to like have these conversations with people or you know like obviously it it comes down to the the consent of the other person as well but like maybe ask your friends you know for some tips or some advice um obviously if they you know when you're approaching the conversation maybe say oh I'm struggling with this would you be open to having a conversation so at least that way you give them a opportunity to say yes I'm open to having this conversation or I'm not um because obviously you know they might not feel comfortable to and that's absolutely fine um but I do think that the more that we talk about these things the more we can help one another the more we can reduce that anxiety or insecurities or expectations that we put on ourselves. you know to have him for when it when it comes to having sex because ultimately you know sex should be an enjoyable thing it should be enjoyable and empowering it should leave you feeling energized and you know you hold the power to experience sex the way that is enjoyable for you um whether it be that it's self-pleasure or whether it be that you're with a partner and enjoyable for them as well, you know. So communication is key and don't forget to look after your body and your mind because a healthy body, a healthy mind will help you to be less stressed, less anxious when it comes to engaging in sexual activity. So thank you for listening and don't forget to be safe, be consensual and have some fucking fun when you're having sex. Lots of love and I will speak to you guys in the next one.